0: You're listening to the Elvis Ultimate Fan Channel Podcast, the channel that is devoted 100% to the life and career of the biggest-selling recording artist of all time, with your host, Steve Francis.
1: Night and you and blue
0: Hi and welcome to this podcast from Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the recording sessions for the multi-platinum soundtrack LP, Blue Hawaii. I will include samples of each of the fourteen songs that made up the album and also information regarding the recording of each track. Blue Hawaii is Elvis's fourth soundtrack album. Recording sessions took place at Radio Recorders in Hollywood. On March 21st, 22nd and 23rd of 1961. The sessions began every day at 1pm. This is unusual for an Elvis session. He preferred to begin recording around 8pm and finish up around dawn. Future soundtrack sessions during the 1960s at this studio did, with a few exceptions, adhere to these later times. The sessions were due to begin on Monday the 20th, but Elvis didn't go in on that day, And the sessions began proper on Tuesday, the 21st, with the recording of the Sid Tepper and Roy C. Bennett song Hawaiian Sunset. Sid and Roy provided five songs for the movie soundtrack.
1: Sunset peeping from the sea smiles and says hello to his sweetheart Hawaii. The drowsy islands slumber one by one.
0: Elvis and the band were only warming up during the recording of this track, and they laboured through seven takes, none of which they considered suitable, and takes four and seven were spliced together to achieve a suitable master. Aloha oi, Farewell to Thee was recorded next, and Session Notes list this as section two, as the song is broken up into two sections on the soundtrack.
1: But not have me up too loud because I'm not sure I know this well enough.
0: Section 1 was recorded by the Surfers on the 23rd of March between 9am and 12 noon before Elvis arrived at the studio. Take 4 was spliced onto takes 5 and 7 of Elvis's section to make the master. The next song, Ku Uipo, was the opening track on side 2 of the album on its initial release in 1961. The song was written by Weiss, Peretti and Kritor who were to provide another song for the movie that would become a multi million seller for Elvis. More about that later.
1: Okay, we're rolling, fellas. One, two, three. boy, <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Today, but i love you less today less than i will tomorrow see the sweet
0: the recording was a fairly straightforward affair they breezed through 9 takes with only 3 of them being complete and the others breaking down after a minute or two Female backing vocals were overdubbed for movie use on March the 28th. Next up was No More, also known as La Paloma, a popular Spanish song. Don Robertson provided English lyrics for Elvis' version. A great deal of time and effort was devoted to the recording of this one. Deal. Deal, take one.
1: No more, do I see the starlight caress your hair, no more. Two bar intro,
0: Deal, take two.
1: You want a two bar intro? G- g- give me a signal Dudley, I can't tell what's going on in here.
0: Sixteen takes were done, however, the majority of them were incomplete, breaking down after approximately a minute listed in the session notes as long false starts. Eventually it was decided to record an insert for the ending. This was then spliced onto take 13 to make a suitable master. With the clock fast approaching midnight, Elvis and the band launched into another Tepper Bennett song, the high energy Slicing Sand.
1: E-O-Ciao-Ciao eo I hear it, we're in I hear you One, two, three, four Take off your shoes, let down your hat Turn on the music and we'll get somewhere Dance, dance, dance till your toes get tanned They're gonna have us a ball on the beach this is it. E-O.
0: Listening to the full session tapes, it's obvious they were all having fun with this song. Lots of breakdowns and long false starts ensued. The nineteenth take was used as the soundtrack recording. With the song completed, at eleven fifty PM they decided to call it a day. Arriving at the studio next day, shortly before 1pm, it was decided they should get the title track down on tape Night and you and
1: blue.
0: Seven takes were done but only take three and seven were complete and the final one being used on the album. A full choir was overdubbed on the track but wasn't used. The novelty track Ito Eats was the second track recorded on this day and Elvis had quite a bit of trouble with the lyrics which he was required to sing at speed. Eat, to eat, like, teet, hurrah <laughs> I knew
1: I was going to say it. I'm saying teet. G-O, take
0: five. <coughs> the ninth take was deemed good enough for release. Hawaiian wedding song was tackled next. The song was used to great effect as the climax to the movie. Surprisingly, Elvis completed the recording in only two takes. Both were complete, and the slightly shorter second take was used as the master. Ko aloha
1: makama. This is the
0: moment
1: I've waited for I can hear my heart singing Soon bells will be ringing This is the moment
0: Like the title track recording, a full choir was overdubbed for movie use, and this time it was used. Another Tepper Bennett song followed, this time it's Island of Love. Lots of false starts and incomplete takes during the recording, and a problem with a bell.
1: What's wrong? What up, what up, what up? Oh, yeah, you could a <laughs> fire. Okay, here we go. This is K take six seven. A wise man changes his mind, a fool never does.
0: Thirteen was chosen for release. A vocal overdub was done on March the twenty-eighth for movie use. Next up, Stepping Out of Line.
1: Oh, listen, look, look what? Hold it!
0: We got some crazy intros. Hello, Dick Five hold on
1: hold on one second could we shorten this intro yeah we can, we can cut it down uh no cut it down to two good, good luck. i'm ready okay. one two listen little lady you're stepping out of line now watch your hurry baby you got a lot It's not love you feel, it's make will break the heart Are you wearing on your and cheating with your You think you know
0: it all. Nineteen takes were done, with the first eight being listed in the session notes as movie version, and the remaining eleven takes labelled as record version. Written by Ben Weissman, Fred Wise, and Dolores Fuller, the track was deemed to be excess to requirements and was not included on the soundtrack album. But was used in the 1962 album Potluck with Elvis. Probably at the time 14 tracks was considered the maximum amount for an LP. The next track to be committed to tape was the Ben Weissman Fred Weiss song Almost Always True, an upbeat song with a fantastic saxophone intro and outro by Boots Randolph. Elvis had a little trouble with the words and tempo,
1: Baby, I was always, well, almost, always true to you Met a pretty mademoiselle, a poplar on the small hotel Oh, I was almost always true to you Start over, start over, hold it, hold it! See, Charlie, it's hard to get all the words out with that fast tempo, you know.
0: By the eighth take, they were happy with the result. Additional vocals were added by his co-star, Joan Blackman, for movie use. Moonlight Swim is a Ben Weissman Sylvia D song that rounded off side one of the original LP release. If you've seen the movie, you will know that Elvis sings the song whilst driving with five young ladies, and they sing part of the song with him. As the backing singers weren't in the studio at the same time as Elvis, he had to leave gaps in the song where the female vocals would be overdubbed later. This caused a few hiccups along the way.
1: Let's go on a moonlight swim Far away from the crowd, all alone upon the beach Our lips and our arms close within each other's reach will be Still singing here, right? Yeah. Okay. They take the eight. We can, race, it, race, it, you can on a the Yeah, I'm set. Burn. Here we go. No, take four. No, take four.
0: The backing vocals were added on March the 28th by Dorothy McCarty, Virginia Reese, Betty Allen, and Lulai Jean Norman. A little piece of trivia for you. One of these backing singers, Lulai-Jean Norman, also provided the backing vocal on the G.I. Blue's soundtrack song, Pocket Full of Rainbows, that Juliet Prowse lip-synced to in the movie. Thursday, March 23rd was the final day of recording and began, as the previous two had, at 1pm. The song they began with was the Weiss Peretti Couture song I alluded to earlier, the multi-million selling Can't Help Falling in Love. The ambition and concentration he put into the recording of the song suggests how serious he was about making it a hit. The fact that this song had the highest take count of all the songs recorded during these sessions, 29 in total, also confirms his commitment. Two versions of the song were done, one for movie use and the other for the LP. The first 23 takes were devoted to the movie version, and included a Celeste played by Dudley Brooks, not the piano accompaniment we are familiar with from the record version. These takes are a little slower than the version released on record and Elvis had quite a few problems with the phrasing and remembering the tune and he became a little annoyed during the recording process.
1: <laughs> You're the <pipe> <laughs> I, saw I I'm shaking my left leg. Oh, no,
0: I'm sorry.
1: we yeah. did, did you hear that paper, Riley? I heard the paper, yeah. Uh, that's my cigarettes.
0: Scotty's teeth. Our <laughs>
1: Drag it. Uh, uh, if I can get just a little bit faster, if we can get a little faster, uh, Dudley, together, I might be able to say it. Okay, here we go. Yeah, let, let, let's do the same Our tempo old, we do after they start. Because you leave me hanging out, man. I, I, can't, I can't hold a note further down. Yeah, let's, let, let's, let's get the same tempo that we have when the guy starts singing. That way I might be able to struggle through the song a bit.
0: I know. I, well, I'm, I'm
1: by myself. Why? Two, three. Wise men say only fools rush. In. Oh, no, no, no,
0: shit. Takes twenty four to twenty nine are the record version, and the final take was used as the master for LP release. Can't Help Falling In Love was released as a single on October 1st, 1961. The B-side was Rockahula Baby, also from the movie. It topped the UK charts in 1962, spending four weeks at number one. In the United States, the song peaked at number two on the US billboard Hot 100 and went to number one on the Adult Contemporary chart for six weeks. The single is certified platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America for US sales in excess of 1 million copies. Beach Boy Blues is the final Tepper Bennett song recorded at these sessions. Like the preceding song, a movie and record version were recorded. However, unlike Can't Help Falling in Love with its multiple takes, Beach Boy only had 3 takes in total. Take 1 a false start, 2 the record version, and 3 was used for the movie.
1: I'm a poor Hawaiian beach boy A long way from the beach Cause someone shoved his face against my hand Now I'm a kissing cousin To a ripe pineapple
0: Elvis and the band really had the bit between their teeth now and launched into the final recording of the sessions the Wise Weissman Fuller song, Rockahula Baby.
1: Now, don't roll it. It'll be T 1. No one knows it yet. <laughs> hold it, just. Oh, ready, Dudley's ready. I'm ready. Hold it. <laughs> oh, tape, see, we okay, it okay. Goody. One, two... She moves her hips up to her fingertips. I feel I'm heaven bound. And when she starts to sway, I've gotta say she really moves the grass around. Rock, yeah, a hula baby, rock yeah, a hula baby
0: They raced through five takes. Only take three and five were complete. Take five was used on the album. At 5.22 on Thursday the 23rd of March the Blue Hawaii soundtrack recording sessions were wrapped up and it was on to Hawaii for the Pearl Harbour Memorial Benefit Concert at the Block Arena followed by location shooting for the movie. The Blue Hawaii Soundtrack was nominated for a Grammy Award in 1961 in the category of Best Soundtrack Album or Recording of Original Cast from a Motion Picture or Television. The success of this soundtrack, and its predecessor, G.I. Blues, both of which sold in much greater quantities than Elvis's two regular releases of the time, Elvis' Back and Something for Everybody, set the pace for the rest of the decade. Elvis's manager, Tom Parker, would focus on Elvis's film career, Non soundtrack albums taking a back seat during the 1960s against 16 full length soundtrack albums. That's all for this episode from Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel. If you'd like to contact the show, you can do so via email on Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel at gmail.com. You can also find me on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. This podcast is available on all podcast providers, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Pocket Casts, and iHeartRadio, to name just a few. Thanks for listening, and I hope you will join me next time on Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel podcast.